right about him. I'm always right. It's like when I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. That makes sense. Come on. Episode 5-4. We back in the house. Four. I don't know what I'm doing there. I just wanted to make a noise. That's how you know, like, it, we're recording earlier than normal, and we're both, like, kind of delirious, it feels like. <laughs> Maybe it's your beers. I feel is, delirious, is delirious a bad thing if you were just sitting at home? No, no, because at least they're, like, not, like, a problem for society. I feel like delirious at home not. is a good, good way to be, because you get to just, like... You can just move around and like I feel like when I'm delirious, I just end up like laying down everywhere. Like like those are the nights I that I feel. find myself like next to a chair, just lying on the floor because somehow that was more comfortable in my brain. And then I'm up five seconds later doing something else. I kind of feel like I plotted against the world through the comfort of my home a lot more than I have on the road. So I don't know if being home is the best when I'm delirious. I feel like the best place for me to be delirious is somewhere where I'm doing community service. Like a have park? A mm. No, like a different state. <laughs> or a different country. But then, but then, but then if you cross the borders, then it might be like a federal issue. Depending but on I try to break at least delirious. one law. But I try to make it break at least one law a day. So I feel like it helps me there. That's how I live my life. Every day I try to break a law. That way, you know, you got at least 365 of those laws you broke in a year. And if you happen to get caught doing something like speeding, you can't get mad. Mm. So, so is that your usual one or what was the what was your crime today? Oh, you want me to snitch on myself? My number 54 is a snitch. I've been like, I like so oh, mine's I think not. That, that's a, oh, mine is definitely a snitch. Okay, like, you, go is, ahead, is you go ahead first. It, it, no, I, I think I've been going first a lot. I'm gonna let you go okay. first. Let me get to my snitch. Okay, well, I mean, I, I said who my 54 was going to be last week. It's Teddy Bruski. Has to be. Mm, yeah, big Bruce. Big brain Bruce. In, was it a brain aneurysm? That was what he uh, had? Stroke. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's wild. <laughs> I mean, a brain aneurysm, I think, is technically worse than a stroke, but still crazy that he was a professional athlete and had a stroke. And then came back. Yeah, continued to be a professional athlete. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I feel like that's just kind of like, it's not a good thing, but like, that's I feel like what linebackers do. Like that's just how their brain is wired. I don't know because I feel like a lot of linebackers don't like getting hit. I feel like a lot of linebackers like to like to give out punishment, but he received punishment in some kind of way and he came back, which to me is a different level. He also played for like four more years. Yeah, no, he was solid. Like, was I, I don't know. I don't know why in my brain I, you know, that's not a good word to use. But in my head, I thought he oh, came back for like up. one more year. In my brain, it come on, man. Oh no, it was actually a heart defect. So it was a heart issue, not a brain issue. But I think it was a heart issue that led to a brain issue. I feel like it was yeah, like right. a caused by thing. a blocked artery in the yeah. brain. Yeah. Yeah. Um I remember when that happened. I thought he was gonna die. I was like, that's insane, man. Yeah. Cause it was like it was not long after that Super Bowl. Yeah, because it was all- February 15th. He three days after he played in the Pro Bowl after the Pats Eagles Super Bowl that time, mm-hmm. had a stroke, missed that entire year, came back the following year, played 2006 through 2008. Um, very underrated defensive Bowl. player of the week, which I'm not sure if that was on merit. I don't know his stats in his first game back, but 
won uh, Comeback Player also, of the Year with, with uh, Steve Smith. Isn't it also weird? Oh, Steve Smith came back hard that year with the Ravens, right? Panthers. So I'm talking about. Yeah, wait, he was still with the Panthers did. at that point. 2006. Uh, well, not as expressive, but I was going to say the thing about Teddy Bruschi was it's uh it shows you how little they actually check you medically. Like, how does nobody mm. know you have like a clogged artery? Like, how are you not doing blood work every single year on these players? Yeah, I, I feel like especially like he like, wasn't like a I feel like he especially wasn't a the backup. Patriots, he was like, a starter. Right. And I feel like especially the Patriots where it's like they look into such a psycho level of detail that even most teams don't, you'd feel like they'd want to know every single liability for one of their key players. I don't think the Patriots look at more detail than other people. I just think the Patriots find ways to cheat better than everybody. Else. That sounds like looking into more detail than other people. Touche. Touche. I, I retract my previous statement. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's a me thing. Where does Teddy Bruschi uh, rank in your favorite Patriots of all time? Is he top 10 or outside of it? Comfortably with him. Comfortably Fav- favorite? Top five. Favorite? Favorite? Yeah, think, yeah, yeah, favorite. Yeah, he'd be top five. He's on the rush. Ooh. Well, it's four people on the rush more, but. Yeah, so he's top four. <laughs> <laughs> Who's not on the rush more? Who will be mad? Um, that th- this person would be mad, or people would be mad that isn't on my no, rush. This person, this person would be mad. Like, how did I not make Ivan's top five, top four? I mean, um, I'm trying to think who's on my top four. So Teddy's on. So it's Teddy, it's Aaron Hernandez. Well, he can't be mad. Nope. <laughs> no, we got we got <laughs> yeah, Teddy Bruschi, the tightest mm-hmm. braids to ever live. Mm-mm-mm. I hate this pick. <laughs> <laughs> He's on my reference. He's, he's number one. Um, I hate that. He had the worst braids I've ever seen in professional sports. Um, like his shit looked like it was in reverse. That's how little yeah. his Jones were. I mean, Brady has to be. Brady has to be. He doesn't have to be. You got Ben and Terry. You can still throw out there. Yeah, I could. But, I mean, there's just too many, like, positive life memories that involve Tom Brady for him to not be there. But I don't know I beyond what? that. I don't. I don't know who's the fourth. Seymour. I love Big C. I love Willie Mack. Um, Edelman's up there. Um, Gronk's not. I think you got to make it. I think you got to. <clears throat> I think you got to make it the coach, man. Okay, I think that's fair. Romeo yeah, Cornell, it is. Uh, shout out to the black coaches. You, you know, you know who I feel like would be mad that they're not on there is like Mike Vrabel. Like he, he's the type of person that feels like he would get pissed off to hear that he's not on a fan just because he's like a total meathead. Like I feel like he'd be he'd be like that. Mm-hmm. Who'd I forget? I think I figured out your fourth. Okay. Don't Vince say Asante Samuel. Oh yeah, no that that that's a good one. I'll take. Yeah, that. I was like, how do we even get this? <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. I was I mean, sitting there. Randy, Randy's up there too, but yeah, no, it's got to be from Randy. the love of it. It's got to be Big V, mm-hmm. Brady, Troy Brown, and Brewski. Because I think that makes more that's sense too. Because that, that's also that's like me four. growing up with it rather than like the. Yeah, back that's multiple end. teams. Yeah. You know what I love about? I think, I mean, I don't even think I know. Randy Moss is one of my five favorite football players ever, and he may not be five. 
So, like, I love the fact that Randy snuck into your top 10. Right, yeah, Randy's top 10 for sure. I, I bet, like, I, I've always been a weird favorite athlete person. It's like, I, I feel like I never go for the obvious ones. If, like, like the Patriots ones are probably some of the more obvious ones, but like some of my favorite Red Sox players are the people that played for like a year. But I think baseball is supposed to be like that. I don't like, know. Baseball, I, I like, my, baseball? my number 54 was almost Darnell McDonald because he hit one big home run for the Red Sox in like the middle of the year once. But I think baseball and soccer are the two sports where you can have you can have one year you can have cult heroes like this person is the greatest yeah you can have like cult yeah. heroes yeah. All well, that's like uh liverpool with Origi. it's like it would like there could be a statue made for him and for the important goals but he's never gonna he would never be a normal starter ever but i think that also kind of is because baseball just like soccer has so many teams got the minors and you got the. i, I think it's that and there's so many games well no there's so many players is the thing. The rosters are bigger. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. The yeah, rosters of, of rotation is bigger. You, like those two sports are sports that are played all year round, depending on what country you're in. So yes. it's like one of those things where it's like it never really stops. Plus, you have your national teams, you have your Olympic teams, you have your World Cup teams, then you have your professional teams, and you have your minor league teams, and you have your random like it's just so many different varieties so like a guy could play six months for your team and he's looked at as one of the greatest players in the history of franchise he was only here for six months and it's like but he still did that six months though it's like, yeah, like, see, that, that's where soccer is really weird because of loans that's where it I don't gets think real so. weird. i think that i think i think loans should be in more sports i i am i think so too no i think it's i think it's great I, i'd like to be clear i think it's great but I love when I think teams, the Timberwolves. I, I love when fan bases get super attached to a guy that they know full well is not like actually part of their team and won't be any. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite if thing. The if the Timberwolves could have loaned out Carl Anthony Towns last year, they probably would have been the happiest franchise in the world because they probably wouldn't have had to pay him. Plus, he could have played for a contender and not have won like twenty eight games. It's just like stuff like See, that it, where it's just like I think I agree. I think that'd be a really interesting one. You, but especially with draft picks. Be like, I want 60 games of Carl Anthony Towns for my second rounder or my first rounder. Yeah, I, I think that if, if the trade deadline passes, right, and your team is out of playoff contention at any point, you should be able to line your players up at any point. Mm. It, it's like the person that gives up in the middle of the fantasy season and just releases their entire roster. That person needs to get punched in the throat. Probably. You're not. And the reason why I say that, is because if, if we all agree that you're releasing your plays at this time, this day, then we can prepare for it. If you just like, yo, such and such is available. And it's like, since when? Since two hours ago. What? Like, what are you talking about, dog? Yeah. Like, what are we doing, man? Oh, LeBron's on the on the free agency. Let's get our waiver claims in. It's weird, man. It's weird. Right, but so I think we, more. Yeah, go ahead. More sports should, should try. I think more sports should go to soccer route. Like, I think so many franchises should have been relegated in all of the major four sports. I think loans should be a thing. I also think that having a salary cap means nothing in today's world because mm-hmm. most teams aren't trying to win anyway. So what are we doing here? I agree. No, it's like I, I, was, I was explaining soccer to so like the general like way that soccer works in Europe to someone uh, this past weekend. And they were like, so who, how do they decide like 
who wins or whatever. And I was like, actually, it's the most merit meritocratic version of sport. You play every team once, a home and away. Mm. And then whoever did whoever did the best wins. It's very simple. Another part of it that makes it even simple too, like there's multiple ways to win. There's so many major tournaments during a regular European soccer yeah. season. It's like, well, we didn't win this, but we won that. And it's just like, well, that's still a dub. Like, that's yeah, still a win. Liverpool's on for a quadruple now. But, like, they already have a trophy. And it's like, oh, that's that's good. I mean, like, for, for a team that's that big, you don't want the one that they have so far. But, like, it shows that, like, you could be in the middle of it and make a nice run and still have something to walk away with. I agree. Exactly. And, and not only just walk away with it, but like you said, like we, there's so many players on loan. That is one of those things where you might only have that player for like six months. And that might be the part of the season where you win that. And then the next, the next three months, you might be trash, but you've already won a major championship yeah. that year. So you have a W to look like it. Or, that's or something you, that's so you have cult heroes in that. So it's like Liverpool has a player, uh, Taki Minamino. He's um, a Japanese winger. And, like, he only plays in this one competition that he gets regular playing time. And he he's, like, messy in that competition. Like, he just scores every every game he plays. But he never gets actual my, Premier League time. My favorite lone hero of my childhood – well, it's not really teenage years. I don't know if that counts. My favorite lone hero of my teenage years was always Drogba. Like, Drogba would be like, oh, he's not having a good year. And you put him on loan. He'd be like, oh, Drogba has 20 goals. And like, how many games? He's 33. Four. Like, what? <laughs> he had five and 15. That other <laughs> Yeah. Dude, Drogba's good. And he's still not in the Hall of Fame. They just released stuff. Like, he got – he's like a finalist, but he didn't make him. Like, oh, for the Drogba not make yeah. the Hall of Fame, mate? Well, there's a no, bunch no, of – like, John Terry's not in the Premier League Hall of Fame either. Like, he was another one that just got announced as a finalist. I didn't know that. I didn't realize he didn't make it in. So I, I don't know what the I don't know what the weight is on that because Paul Skulls also I, is not. I don't know if they're I don't don't quote. But Aguero is eligible, so it can't. It has to be yeah, in like two years. That's what I was going to say. I, I feel like as long as you haven't played recently, as in like the last couple of seasons, I want maybe three. Maybe as soon like three as, as, soon as your career is like, like officially officially over. It could be. It definitely could be because there's so many. Because like we just talked about all of the loans, all the people coming in and out, things like that. Or it doesn't yeah. have to be that. Maybe it's different time frames for people who had contracts with teams as opposed to players who might have been loaned in and out. Maybe that's a different thing. Yeah, that could be it. Which would be dope. That'd be cool though because it's like I feel like loans should still be in. Years. Yeah, no, you're still. No, I, but I think it should, I think it should be different criteria though. So like. If you were a loan person, maybe it's just like, well, you go against other people who are on loan. You almost not, have like away. how they have like the fight wing in UFC. Yes. Where yes, it's like, exactly. okay, you're not a Hall of Fame fighter, but this was a Hall of Fame fight. It's like this was a Hall of Fame loan for six months. Or or is just straight up like instead of looking at you as a complete baseball player, we look at you as your position. Like you were a DH. Yes, you play first base, but we're going to look at you as a DH and we're going to try to get you in that way because the first baseman, you don't have a lot of credentials. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. DH is in the Hall of Fame. But there's only two of them in the Hall of Fame, so I don't know if it's really fair. Not wrong. But, I mean, th- there hasn't been that many full-time DHs either. I mean, there, 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 have, but there haven't been that many yeah. that are that great. Would you, that, would that you consider somebody first or something? 
That's what I was going to say. Because, like, Fuller time, 100% right, because half the league didn't have DH. But would you consider a guy like – like, I don't want Big Poppy playing first. I want him just dh Don't even worry about running out there and play defense, dog. You know what you need here yeah. for. Yeah. Come on. That's like, uh, like J.D. Martinez for the Red Sox right now. Like, when he is – you know, when his position in the lineup card says DH, he hits, like, 315. When he mm-hmm. plays anywhere in the field, it's, like, 230. I was like, all right, dude, just hit. Stop running anywhere. Dude, same. That's that's the same way I felt about uh, Miggy. I was like, yeah. Yo, why y'all still out here playing Miggy like this? Uh, let him just hit. Like, what we like when we pretend like Miggy ain't three hundred pounds right now. Miggy out here with a neck the size of Mike Tyson's, and y'all being like, please go out there and run. And not why? the same type hit. of neck. <laughs> no, not the same type. Mike out here looking like a Doberman, and <laughs> Miggy out here looking like he just swallowed a, a dozen of Krispy Kreme. Like it's crazy out here. Shout out to All my right. man, Mickey, man. Oh, always. All right, 54. Always. Yeah, who's your snitch? My snitch is a guy who my friends have not allowed me to play with in 2K anymore because whenever I got this guy, I literally just bust ass. Like, I'm not even – it's not even a joke. Like, at this point, they'd be like, oh, which team is that? Be like, who's on that team? And I tell them, they'd be like, they don't even care about the stars. This guy was not a star of these teams. He was you – know, he's a star of one of these teams. He's not a superstar. But whenever I got Horace Grant, pick and pop, that 15-footer – Captain Goggles, we out here. Horace Grant, King Snitch, Horace Jr. Grant Sr. Isn't that a weird name? Horace Jr. Grant Sr. Those are like parents that are just like, you don't love your kids. You're not wrong. Like, why are you calling that? Just call him a different middle name. Give him a different middle name. Dog. Wait, wait, but he's, he no, wait, this is him then, actually. So he goes, it's Horace Jr. Grant Sr.? Mm-hmm. So, oh, so it's he's the problem. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's the problem, but don't let your kid p- become the problem. Just don't name him Junior. Why is his middle name Junior? Yeah, see, no, that's cool. He he made an adult choice to add the senior on the back end. Well, he had a kid. Okay. And as you know, as every every NBA player, you got to name your kid after you because nobody's going to remember that you're just you. Yeah. And then, you know, did, did he – well, he was – he never went with the Steve Smith approach, right? Of adding junior on or, or uh, senior on the back of his jersey. He was at that when they started doing that. He was out the league. It was when like, they started, it, like, it was like him and Muhammad thing. Sanu. Yeah, Steve Smith was the first it one. Was, I, think I, think, yeah. I think he was. Out, mm, nah, there was definitely because I think there were some NHL players who did that. Were there? Yeah. Who was just like I'm senior, and he's like, "Why? Like, what are you talking about? Your name is literally 13 letters. Like, why are you putting senior back there?" Goval Chuck. Senior. I feel like there was definitely like an NHL player. Does. Oh, speaking <laughs> of the NHL, but Horace Grant, four-time yeah. NBA champ. Yeah, go ahead. I ain't done. Oh, I ain't done. I, I, I got done. thoughts on, on your flyer. So Horace. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Horace Junior Grant Senior, four-time. It sounds so weird. Horace Junior Grant Senior. It's a tongue twister. Four-time NBA champion. Uh, part of the one of only if, if memory, I didn't look this up, if memory serves me correctly. There's only been six three peaks in NBA history, and he's part of one of them with the Chicago Bulls. For him, for whatever reason, him and Michael Jordan feuded because Michael Jordan feuded with absolutely nobody. So I can't understand why he did it. He also won the championship with the three peat Lakers in 2001. He was an NBA All Star in '94 when Jordan retired. Funny how that works out, right? Four time All NBA second team defensive team '93 to '96. Consists is all American 1987 ACC player of the year in 87, which to me is underrated because the 80s and the 90s and early 2000s for the ACC. That's crazy. If you become the, the, the player of the year in that conference, you are doing some crazy stuff. All first team ACC in 87. And one of the reasons why 
added pick Horace Grant, not only because he's captain goggles, he made goggles look cool, not only because I ball out with him in 2K, but because of two things. The first being, <clears throat> though it has never been confirmed, Grant is rumored to be the main source for the material behind Sam Smith's controversial book, The Jordan Rules, alongside former Bulls assistant coach Johnny Batch. And then when the, when the, uh, in 2020, when the pandemic was in full blast and they hurried up and put out the last dance, Horace Grant was on record being like, oh, I want to see Mike. So I'm like, I need to see him. Like we going, I'm, 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 I'm ready. Like Horace was ready to move all kinds of furniture to fuck with Mike. I like that kind of energy from a guy who was always the bridesmaid and never the bride, even though he was on arguably some of the greatest, not even arguably, he was on easily some of the greatest teams in the history of the NBA. And if memory serves me correctly, one of the few players at that time to make like $80 million or more. So shout out to Horace Grant. Shout out to Horace. Now, do you want my thoughts on the Flyers or, and, and just speaking of people making bad decisions, or would we rather take a pivot to the events uh, and news happening out of Horace Grant's hometown? I feel like we got to talk about, keep talking about Horace. I think we got to do okay. that. Horace Grant. Mm-hmm. Uh, born July 4th, very American, uh, in Augusta, Georgia. For the, whites, for the whites. Yeah, Augusta, Georgia, too. So it might be even more white. Um, I don't, so Tigers playing this weekend. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Eldrick. Um, that's all I had. Is that, <laughs> is, is, is Eldrick the most unknown name from a great player ever? Like, if you were to go around the world and be like, what is Tiger Woods' real name? Is mm. that the one where everybody like I don't know his name is not Tiger? We know Eldrick, and that's it's not a, even that's a, that's not like an name interesting is question. Yeah, you can't just guess Eldrick. You got to know Eldrick. Yeah, no, that's an interesting question because there's not that many that go by that specific of a nickname all the time. But, I mean, there are, no, but there's a lot. Satchel, we talked about it last week. Yep. People don't know Satchel's first Leroy. name. Leroy, you dig me? People don't. It sounds weird. People don't know Doctor J's first name. Because they think about Magic Irvin Johnson or Irvin Magic Johnson, but they never. Oh, think about Magic's it. another one. I mean, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, no, I, I think Tigers is most though. Uh, I think Tigers definitely number one. You know who I think is number two in current day? Steph. I don't think people know Steph's first name. You think they just think his name is Steph? I think his name is Stephen. I think the name is named Stephen Curry. And it's not. Oh, instead of Wardell. Yeah. Yeah, Wardell. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> like, that's, that's not a game one. you can guess either. Yeah. You can't guess Wardell. You got to know Wardell. Yeah, you got to know Pops. Dude, it's <laughs> okay. So I gotta say this. You know my you know this because we live together. You know me because we're 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 family. My favorite young comedian is Gerard Carmichael. That's my guy. He just dropped a special this past weekend. I didn't know he dropped in. Somebody texted me like, you seen Gerard? I was like, what? Hurry to it. Dog. He has a whole, the whole special. He's like, yeah, I have the lines. Yeah, my name is not Gerard Carmichael. That's my middle name. I refuse to go by my first name. I was like, what? I just looked up his name. Insane. That's like some, that's like a. Stereotypical black person. Yes. No, I I was going to, well, if we're going real stereotypical, like I feel like when people say Akon's name. That's the winner for like the most like that name came out of nowhere. It was like he looked at his name and he was just like, this is the shortest single part of the name. No, he didn't even do that. You know what Akon stands for, right? Uh, no. What was his it, first it, single? OK, 
convicted? Is that locked up? Locked yeah. up. Acon, a convict. That's why he. That's how he did it. He well, like, you know oh, that Akon. it's it's part of his. It's one of his middle names too. But oh, he, he added in, that, didn't he? But in yeah, but say in Africa, you have like eight names because of your family. Well, that, that, Tumble has what, nine names. But, but, but that's where I was saying, like, he just picked the shortest one. It'd be very funny if that's just like, all right, I guess this will be the round name. It's only two syllables. Oh, no, no, straight up a convict. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is genius because you're not going to forget it. Mm. And this first single was locked up. It makes sense. On brand. Talk about the most on brand rapper probably uh, ever. Akon. I don't know what the what the uh, what the criteria would be for that conversation. Never changed. What is who he is when we met him? Like a lot of rappers evolving, bro. And like Eminem went from killing his mom to saying sorry. Well, I was gonna he say 50, fifty. Jay Z went from being a drug lord to being a top businessman. Yeah, fifty still fifty. You seen his Instagram? He ain't changed. He just got I, more money. Well, that's right. <laughs> well, okay, that, that's fair. That's more what I meant. Is is he went from three fifty to be like I only drink He leveled up. Yeah. Oh no, he upgraded, but he's still fifty. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hilarious, but I ain't changed, dude. One of my favorite fifty cent memories of the last ten years was when he was feuding with Floyd Mayweather, and this is right after the Breakfast Club put out that audio of Floyd Mayweather struggling to read read ads. Oh, the, the ALS. Breakfast Club. No, this is way better. He was like Floyd. He said. <laughs> He said, Floyd, I'll <laughs> he said, I'll put a million dollars in any charity of your choice if you can read two pages of a Harry Potter book, nigga. Yeah. Out loud. <laughs> no, no, but, but, but no, wasn't that his uh ice bucket challenge video? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that was his ALS ice bucket oh, challenge. Telling somebody to read two pages of a Harry Potter book out loud is hilarious. It was ALS shots, I think, but that's hilarious, though. Who's going to tell somebody, you'll read this Harry Potter book and I'll give you money for it? That is disrespectful because nobody can read a Harry Potter book out loud if you don't know Harry Potter well the first time reading it, no matter how well you read. You can be like, is this Heromine? Heromine. Heromine? Heromine. Like, it's not going to go well. Yeah, well, I, I th- but then again, I feel like you could tell Floyd how that name is pronounced and he'd still have some issues. Well, Floyd is from the Midwest. They don't pronounce things well either. And somebody who doesn't pronounce things well in Philly, I can tell the people who don't pronounce things well. All of the Midwest, three quarters of the Mid-Atlantic region, and then literally LA. Everything else is fine. I win. I can say words. Mid-Atlantic region counts from Massachusetts. That is not Mid-Atlantic. Mid-Atlantic region, we count it. We're not in the Mid-Atlantic region in the Little League World Series, and... That's the way it goes. Are we going by conferences now? Is what we doing? Conferences don't New make England, sense, baby. man. You know it's that. It's all about New England, baby. The, the conferences don't make sense. You know that. Conferences make no <laughs> sense. <laughs> the SEC, half the SEC teams are not in that part of the well, world. Well, the, the Big Ten might be the dumbest now. No, Big 12 is the dumbest because it's not even 12 teams. Well, the Big Ten has 14. But the Big Ten, at least, is mostly in the Midwest. The Big 12 is like, we got the we got, <laughs> the got Rutgers. Yeah, we got the Rutgers here. Yeah, the Rutgers one as well. The Rutgers one is crazy. And, and, uh, oh, no, Maryland's still ACC, right? Yeah, Maryland's ACC. Okay. For some reason, I thought they were there. But that also doesn't make sense. The this Rutgers like, one, the, there's another wild one down that way that I can't think All of, of them. All of them are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> the the Pac-12. The like, Pacific 12. Utah's not in the Pacific. 
Utah is not in the Pacific at all. They should be more mountain West, probably. The Pacific in Utah. If we're if we're really Utah, being geographically, or the big sky or the big sun or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, I was giving them credit by letting them be Mountain West. Like if Boise's in the Mountain West, so is Utah. Yeah. Yes. One hundred percent. I'm not. There's no argument from this guy. But but that's the thing though. Like if you think about, I'm in the I'm in the ballpark of changing all conferences in all divisions. If, if you're doing it, like when the NHL just said, fuck it, we're going to be honest with that. I was like, cool. Didn't mean anything. The only mm-hmm. league where I think that you shouldn't do it in is the NFL, just because of the history behind it, the, the rivalries. Or baseball for the same reason, no? But I, the reason this is why I would go against baseball, I, I would be for baseball doing it is because baseball has too much. Five, no, because they, they devalued the rivalry because of how often people play, I think. I think that when the rivalries were like, yo, this team is playing this team only a certain amount of times, but with 162 games, it just becomes like I'm playing I'm playing my schedule. I, I kind of felt that way when I saw that the opening series for the Red Sox is the Yankees. I'm like, that's too soon. It's too too like why are we doing We're not that? supposed to play each other in April. No. You, you haven't built enough into the season to start like hating each other and feel super competitive. Because to, to me, it just feels like another game. It feels like another series. It's like, oh, yeah, we just opened up with the Yankees. It's like, that's not what it's supposed to feel like. This is not, to me, the best rivalry in sports is Duke-Carolina. Hands down. I used to think it was Red Sox-Yankees. I Speaking got off which, that. How does like, the Tar Heels do this seven. week? So the best rivalry in sports is Duke-UNC. And it's not even close. And that I think it says a lot that, like, no matter, like, in the last 100 games, we're 50-50. Like, literally, last 100 games are 50-50. And I think it's been, like, a deciding point of, like, maybe six points. Yeah. Uh, that It's, like, the way that the Red Sox were for a few years in the early 2000s. But you're right. It's always like that. And and in fairness, you're absolutely right. Um, UNC is also themselves 50-50 in their last two games. So that's big. Hitting 500, that's Hall of Fame numbers. The interesting thing about that, though, is us being 50-50 as people who were not, were not even slated to make the tournament two and a half months ago shows you the greatness of, the, of, of, a, of, a, of a not only a franchise, a program, however you want to call it, but also we haven't had a top recruiting class in probably a 10-year bid. That's how crazy this is. What was the – this, this is a genuine question. Was it Hansborough was the last one? Like the Hansborough Not group? a lot. Uh, well, the it's hard to say because they stayed for like win. three or four years. Yeah, but to win. No, 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 no. Hansborough wasn't the last one that won. The last one that won was 2017. We won in 2017. But the best class recruiting was that. Was that Gonzaga? Huh. Who did y'all beat? In 2007, we beat Villanova. We lost to Nova and then we beat them. Huh. I, Remember I, when uh, Jenkins hit that shot at the buzzer? Yeah, I, mean, I know that one. But yeah. seventeen, I was on seven. I was on seventeen. I was on my four sixteen retreat, so I don't think I watched mm-hmm. it live. Yeah, no, we beat Nova. Fuck them. To me, it was a double victory. I was like, we beat Nova one, and we okay. got a revenge. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll stop with the slander of uh, UNC. Then, if, with that being the case, listen, you can throw rocks when you live in the castle. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. I can understand it. UNC is the greatest basketball franchise when it comes to any basketball franchise. In the last 30 years. It is what it is. <clears throat> I don't care. I don't care enough to argue. <laughs> <laughs> but I say all of that because imagine if we actually got like 
top Good. 10 recruits anymore. Imagine yeah. if we got all that kind of stuff. Like, we've been doing all of this. So, like, even 2017's team, when you look at it on paper, it's like, okay, like, I guess y'all won. But, like, it wasn't something that was just like, this team is going to be amazing. Like, that was when the one and dones were, like, running the world, and we couldn't get a one and done to save our life because of the scandal right. that was happening with academics. Which is a, a common occurrence in a very proud franchise, right? I just think it's funny that like one and dones who aren't going to class anyway stayed away from a school who didn't make you go to class. Yeah, that wrong. shows how dumb these students were coming out. They'd be like, I'm not going to that school. They don't make you go to class. But I'm not going to class. Then come to the school. What do you talk? You get free Jordans. What is this other school going to offer you? Education? Ha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whenever I think about that, I just think of Jadavion Clowney. Um, like when, when after he had declared for the draft and everything, and everyone knew he was going number one, and someone like found him in New York, I think it was, and like he was getting into a car, and someone was like, "Hey, Jadavion, like, what was your favorite class at South Carolina?" And he just he just cackled into the camera. Yeah, he cracked the <laughs> fuck up. Absolutely insane. That's a wild thing to look at somebody and be like, "Ha ha ha ha, that's cute." And I'm like, "What do you mean that's cute? I'm actually really what's your class." <laughs> Underwater basketball. That's some ignorant shit, man. That's some ignorant shit, man. But I was going to also give a shout out to Joel Berry, the second field, Pinson, Isaiah Hicks, Justin Jackson, and Kennedy Meeks. I start in five for that 2017 championship team over those bitch ass Bulldogs on the way to Rotten uh, Villanova, too. Fuck all of them, man. I hate Gonzaga, by the way. I don't know if you know that. I hate Gonzaga. It's one of my teams I hate. Why is that? Because you want the petty reason or you want the, 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 I would like There's two different reasons. I would like both reasons. Okay, I like your style. The the adult reason is book. I think the only reason why they have become so relevant is because they have been the antithesis of black basketball in college, where like they have done an amazing job of recruiting the all American white players, and then it gets a lot of hype. The country is white. Even though if you look at it on paper, really, this is the team you think going to win, which they never do, but we keep on pretending like they want to do, but they would never do that for a team of mostly black players from a, a school that size. When St. Joe's was the number one school in the nation, nobody was like, St. Joe's going to win the, U, the championship. Not, I think nobody. Most people was like, that's it's a good story. I think because I remember when in 03, 04, when I was in high school, they were talking shit. They were just like, oh, da, 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 da. and then 04, 05 happened. It was like, oh, okay. They are everything. Okay. And what, what was the petty reason? The petty reason is they are everything. Oh, that St. Joe's. That's the petty reason. I got you. Yeah, 100%. 100%. They have, they have like a thousand or two thousand more students than we do. They're in Spokane, Washington, which nobody wants to live in outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Like we had an undefeated season. Like everything that they are is what St. Joe's should have been. And it eats at me the fact that they became that in St. Joe's is this. And I'll die on the hill that we had a better coach. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure we got a better coach. And I think that the fact that Gonzaga, like, I don't I don't know how you feel about it, but, like, Gonzaga is also the home of, you know, one of our least favorite players of all time, even though we give him more credit than most people do, John Stockton. It's like that kind of school where it's just like, like Adam Morrison and John Stockton. Are do we give John Stockton more credit than most people do, yes. or do we just discredit the other guy on his team? I think we give both. I, I really do think it's both. I, I think that <clears throat> I think that we give John Stockton more credit 
than most people do because we understand that like to be that great for that long is not an accident it wasn't just because you were a dirty player some people might say it wasn't because you could only do the pick and roll like whatever you want to say about it 20 years at being arguably a top three point guard in a league full of great point guards that's insane that's like i don't care what people tell like, me to that's me why. i, I, I never thought it very about... similarly to cp3 in a way where it's like okay yes the you never world. won an mvp you you some people will call you dirty or try and discredit you eventually mm-hmm. consistency becomes greatness in my eyes and there's no other definition point. for it so i i like i think feel like that's the comp do you think that's fair i mean it, I, I mean obviously cp3 is a better scorer mm-hmm. but I, I think it's a f- more fair comparison than most people would think it is i the the part that i would have to um disagree with is the idea that consistency becomes greatness because the reason why i say that no because you could i once again minority in this i don't think kyle ripkin was a great baseball player i think better than jeter he was the most i think he was the most ever that doesn't mean that because you've played for 20 something years straight that your numbers mean that you're great i think that he won mvp i get it but I think I think that he was a very good baseball player who played so long that we believe he is greater than he is. Because I've never heard nobody say that they're starting their 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 team with Kyle Ripken. I've never heard nobody say that at his position he's the best player they've ever seen. None of that kind of. I think that he was very. He's definitely on him higher than we should because he played for twenty something years straight at such a high level that we just like we'll look at his numbers and it's like well that's that's it's kind of like LeBron I don't think LeBron's the greatest scorer of all time even though next year he's going to break Kareem's record hopefully I don't think he's the best best scorer of all time I probably wouldn't even say he's a top five scorer of all time I might not say he's a top 10 scorer of all time but he's going to have the longevity because he was so great for so long or he was very good for a longer period of most people being very good so I think that consistency breeds longevity Yeah. yeah yeah like if you told me pick one score for one game, LeBron or Tracy McGrady, I'm taking Tracy McGrady. Yeah, done. Easy. And I don't think Tracy McGrady was nearly as great as LeBron. Like, not even close. Like, Tracy no. McGrady doesn't get enough credit for not winning as they give a lot of people credit for winning. Like, it's one of those weird ones. Like, him and Vince Carter are, like, the two players I look at. Like, we never really talk shit about how y'all didn't win anything. Hmm. Yeah, well. But – you know, I'm glad you brought up Cal Ripken because I wanted to talk about another Iron Man mm-hmm. um, and how the Flyers organization is a bunch of scumbags that robbed <clears throat> someone of playing in a thousand NHL games straight by making a healthy scratch after 989 consecutive games. Your thoughts right. as a Philadelphian? So, my thoughts as a Philadelphian is that it's funny that we do this thing with streaks, even if you don't deserve it. Like when Jerry Rice, when they didn't throw Jerry Rice a ball with the Raiders that one game and he, they broke his consecutive catch streak, you wasn't winning the game throwing the ball to Jerry Rice. So we're just going to make him catch a ball so that we can say continue. I get it. I understand it. If I was Jerry Rice, I want the ball. This Flyers team is so bad that we, I actually said this in my, one of my group chats. I think the Flyers, historically, of any of the four franchises, have wasted more talent than anybody I can think of of any other four sports leagues. I think the Flyers. Oh, you're talking not even just Philadelphia, just like in general? I think in general. It's crazy how much talent we've wasted on these Flyers teams to the point where we got to let go of our captain and let him go chase a cup because we like, yo, we failed you. We're going to put it out there. We failed you. 
Good luck out there, though. Hopefully you can sign back next year and retire. What I was like, that's the kind of team we have been. And but I will also say this, me saying that I still think the Flyers are a top seven to 10 franchise in NHL history. Not even close. Might even be top five. But that's also saying a lot because we we because back before the rules changed with the NHL, I think the I think the rules changed because of the Flyers. I think they were yeah, like, we can't have these the motherfuckers yeah. out here. <laughs> it's like, I, I feel like that's how it was like the same thing when like, I mean, it, it's very different. So I'd, li- I'd like to not compare what I'm about to say to the Broad Street Bullies because it's not a fair comparison. But it was like when like Ty Law and them were just jamming the Colts were just jamming Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne mm-hmm. and everyone all the game long. And the Colts were like, we, okay, th- that can't be allowed anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like it was the same thing. We're just like, yeah, okay, this is this is getting ridiculous now. Yeah, yeah, and, but no, I, I don't think that's wrong. Also, one of the all-time great color schemes in jerseys uh, in NHL. I do. I was just having this argument, not argument. I was having this debate in the same group chat where I said, I don't think I think that Philadelphia is a top five all-time jersey city in the country, and I think the Eagles actually have the worst jerseys currently of any Philadelphia sports team. And uh, next year, right? Are they bringing back the Kelly Green? Oh, no, no. 2023. Okay. Oh, so we skip back this year. We'll be back with the Kellys. And the crazy thing is, I like our Eagles jerseys, but I think that if you look at the Phillies, you look at the The only the good Flyers, Eagles jerseys at- to me are the Kellys and the Midnight Blacks. Oh, yeah, the Blacks. I literally said, I was like, give me all Kellys and give me Black as an alternate. That's yeah. all we need. Yep. And the crazy thing is, I like our jerseys. But if you look at the Sixers in Fuego, you look at the Phillies in Fuego, you look at the Flyers. The Sixers still in best... Fuego? Huh? The Sixers still? Oh, for sure. See, I, I prefer, I loved the like weird ones. Like, I loved the blue. I loved the, you love like, the blue too. No, but I'm talking like the Iverson Igadala. Oh, I knew something about the alternate row. Like, almost, it almost looked like it was like satin. Like, like it didn't it look like it was, it was an sad. actual, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely sad. But the thing about those jerseys is the only reason we love them is because of people who played in them, not because the jerseys were great. I think that matters. Those big ass shoulders. That matters. Those big ass shoulders. I know, but those big ass shoulders. But you know what's crazy? A great jersey. Ron, nobody's getting the Ron Jaworski jersey when it comes by. But those Kelly jer- green jerseys are so good that we was like, yo, I'll take a, I'll take a Jaws. That's fair. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm thinking about like the Patriots, but like, I, yeah, people would still love the Reds. One hundred percent. Those are. Fi- Think about this: when the Philly, when the when the Sixers make the retro uh, 0-1 Sixers jerseys, they make two jerseys: the Kimbe Mutombo and Allen Iverson. You can't find Aaron McKee on the streets. You can't find Eric Snow on the streets. No, you, you can't. You find, can like, definitely find Aaron McKee somewhere in North, guaranteed. Oh, I I probably got two of them in my closet. That's yeah. the guy, you know. But like, that shows you that it wasn't even about like. The play, it wasn't about the, the people who played in it. Whereas when you when they do the Kellys, you're gonna see Randall, you're gonna see Mike Quick, you're gonna see Jaworski, you're gonna see all of these Polly. guys who are like throw Papali in there. I'll, I'll take Papali. Well, I'll take come on, man. I met him, his skin looked like leather. It's all good though. Him and my dad went to school together. I heard he was a dick. They were a couple years apart. So yeah, probably. Mm. And, and you know, this is important know. to say that what we ha- we're having this uh, edu- this is an educated conversation about. Is it for it's us? Like community talk- college. It's like I was like say for, for us talking jerseys, it's educated. Oh yeah, yeah. We, if, if, I if think there's our one jersey thing, knowledge if there's one is thing that we're people. educated. Yeah, that that's what yeah, I, I think. That's our jersey knowledge is amazing. Most other stuff, 
we say we're quite right, but we don't know what's going on. Yeah, this one, we know. Jerseys? Yeah. Come on now. Jerseys Come see with, with that list. Vancouver Grizzly. Dude, jerseys an all-time list. I'm putting us above everybody. Who wants to smoke? All-time list of players. Who wants to smoke? We out here. Yeah. I, I, we haven't even done, like, our all-time baseball. I feel like we've been talking about that since, like, episode, like, two or three. How about this? Let's start this right now. Every episode, we're going to pick – we're going to come to a consensus on a player for a position, and then every episode, we'll keep that into it. Let's start it today. Okay. Pick a position. I think we got to start with pitcher. Satch. That was so easy. <laughs> here, here, ready? Let, 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 because the first one, let, let's do uh second one, catcher. All right, we, uh, all right, let me say this. Hold on, let me say this. My top three was going to be sat not no order, but probably in order. Satchel, Nolan Ryan. He's just my all-time favorite, so I always got the Nolan okay. out there. And and then my 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 sleeper, my sleeper was going to be none other than Randy Johnson. Okay, so I'll give I'll give my three. Um, Satch, obvious. Um, Greg Maddox. Love Greg Maddox. Hated him in the 90s, but I love him. Pedro Martinez. You know why I didn't pick Pedro? Pedro was right there for me. Pedro felt too easy. Uh, easier than Satch? <laughs> No, no, Satch is a god. No, no, we can't get Satch is different, oh, man. See, 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 but this is what we need to do, and, and maybe, maybe this will be what we can do. I'm gonna find the. Are we list. doing? Are we doing our all swag team, or are we doing like the best? Well, see, you know us, is, we do all this, swag. Correct. We, this is what we need, but that's why I say we we might need to do like a tier list. A tier list. Tell me more. Where it'd be like, okay, this guy, th- you know, this is the satchel tier. And then there's like the next. There's somebody level. on a satchel tear. Wait, there's somebody on a satchel tear. Yeah, satchel. I'm talking about a satchel. There's other oh, people no. on that. T- oh, no. oh, my bad. I, <laughs> I want to make sure we're hearing the same thing. All right. No. Like, who's in the satchel tear? <laughs> no, but 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 like it'd be interesting to just get like thirty, like the thirty top, or like all the people in the current Hall of Fame. And no, because mm-hmm. then you got to get other guys in. But like, let's say like the thirty greatest pitchers of all time, and then let's rank them. Mm. Are we just doing starting pitching? Uh, I think it's different categories. Or do we do the 30 best pitchers of all time, but we mix up relievers and starters? 15, I, I like keeping them separate. Oh, but then, kind of, but then you're hurting John Smoltz and Eckersley. I don't think you are, though, because to me, they could be either or, which means they got a better chance of getting in. That's fair. By the way, Dennis Eckersley, the reason my, I say 15 my, Dennis Eckersley is a, is a low-key, sneaky swag team. Oh, it's super swag. It's not even low-key. I think that's super swag. Well, not only because nobody can spell his name correctly, but because the way he pitched and the way he looked up there, super swag. Yeah, the stash. Yeah, face wear, all of that. Super the stash swag. and the flow. This is why I'll say, like, the 15 and 15, because if you think about it, you're only going to have five, like, main pitchers on starters, but then you might have five five to eight relievers, and then you might have one closer, so it's kind of like around 10 anyway, but then we're just tripling that up. That's fair. We may have to we may have to plan this off air, but let, let, let's go just our all time great team. Um, we gave pitcher for free. All right, who's the starting catcher? You want to say it on three? On three. Ooh, this is going to be so ridiculous because I know my. All right, hold on. Let me let me pick. Let me pick because I got my favorite catcher of all time is different dude who I think is the best catcher of all time. Let me figure. Out, 
Let me figure out who I'm going to pick on here. I know you're going to pick somebody. <laughs> has nothing. Mike Lieberthal. Like you, right? You right? My bad, Mike Lieberthal. <laughs> okay, I got, I got, it. I got my catcher. Okay, you you go first because you're going to not say mine, and I'm going to be upset. Mine, honestly, is Mike Piazza. Yeah, you're 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 forgetting someone. I'm not forgetting about Yogi Bear is right there. Um, Still forgetting him. I'm not forgetting. Who am I forgetting? Josh Gibson. So this is where I'm getting a little fused, though. Are we talking about all baseball? baseball or are we talking about MLB? Baseball. I, I said baseball. But Satchel played. See, this is why I got confused because Satchel played in the bigs. So yeah, my, that's not even the best Satchel. But, but I was going to say this. If you played in the bigs, I get to get your career. I'm just taking because Josh on like, any team. Put Josh in any lineup. I'm good. I mean, if the, if I knew we were just doing that, I should have known. That's me. I lost <laughs> yeah, my first base. Our pools, but only if he's hitting bottle caps in the Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> I need Albert Pujols before we knew how, how old he was. That's the Albert Pujols. I and we still don't. <laughs> we yeah. do not. I think Albert Pujols is 54. I think it, Albert Pujols is 54. Wait, did, did, wait, did we talk about that stat last week or did this happen no. after the podcast? No, I think it happened after. Okay. So Albert Pujols re-signing with the Cardinals. When he made his MLB debut for the Cardinals in 2001, his Insane. now manager was 14 years old. Insane. And we still don't know how old he is. Yeah, because he said something like a year ago where he was like, oh, I faced this guy this amount of years ago when I was this age. And I was like, those numbers don't line up with how old you say you are now. Dude, Albert Pujols is 89 years old, and he's about to he's, – he's in, he's in the starting lineup. He's about to get to 700. For the, for the 22nd straight time in the opening day, which is one behind the all-time record. I think do you Wait, think makes it even crazier that Hank Aaron made like 35 all-star games in 22 years. Yeah. It's crazy out here. <laughs> do you do you think Albert Pools? I don't and I, I don't think I'm I'm a preface it by saying I don't think he does, but do you think Albert Pools gets the credit he deserves as being arguably the best baseball player ever? No. Yeah, I don't think it's close. I don't think it's close at all. Like it's amazing how quickly that went away when he went to the Angels. Like when he was on the Cardinals, they were talking about it all of the time. They were like because he was him. the clean, he was the clean guy. He, he was the he was the all time great that we knew was clean, which meant something at the time. I think that was part of it. Can I can I ask this question? Yeah. As a baseball lover, do you think that that's what it was, or that he was the all all time white looking clean guy? Because Griffey was clean. Mm. Griffey was clean. That's fair. Yeah. I, well, right there at the same time. Griffey Griffey got way more love. I think. I think Griffey. He got way love, but I don't think people talk about Griffey the same way as Pujols when it came to him on the Cardinals being possibly the best baseball player ever, which is weird to me because all of those games Griffey missed being hurt. I still look at his stats like, I but, 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 but is that true? Because I feel again, I, you may even know better than me because I'm a baseball mm-hmm. lover, but you know, you are a few years older than me. I feel like Griffey with the Mariners got the love that Pujols got with the Cardinals. And then it almost lines up perfectly that when Griffey started getting hurt in like Cincinnati, that's mm-hmm. like when Pujols fell off in Anaheim. It's a little bit, it's slightly. So they always talked about him as the kid. He has the potential, he has the potential. Then when he went to the rest, then they started talking about him as arguably the best baseball player ever. Then he started getting hurt and they were like the base, best baseball player of what if. And it became the what if narrative. He, it, he was it's insane that he hit legitimate... 630 home runs as yeah, a what if guy. Yeah, I think it's 630, 630 on the nose. Yeah. Um, Which is crazy because you're right. Like, that's insane. 
Yeah, that's before Al- the Gold Gloves. Albert Pujols before- was. Uh, <laughs> Albert Pujols was the guy that like I imitated my batting stance off. I love the thing Albert about Pujols. Albert Pujols, though, that I think is really, really interesting is that I don't think Albert Pujols actually was a five tool player, but we pretend well, he didn't he have was. speed. <laughs> but for speed, sure. Okay, so, so this, this is what I was saying. Speed to me is different than the ability to run bases. So, like, a lot of guys who have a lot of speed get, get, get caught a lot of times because they're not, they don't have good skill, they just have speed. Where I don't think Albert Pujols was a good baseball base runner, so he had four other five tools. Where like a guy like a Griffey had everything you could think of, and yet Albert I saw Pujols, Albert Pujols uh, tag up from first to second uh, on a fly ball to center once when he was with the Angels. That's a win. I I think that it's weird though because I think they hold against Albert Pujols the fact that the Angels were so bad with him and and Mike Trout. I think they look at like how could you be this bad if you're this great? And yeah. to me, that's baseball. You can't be great as a baseball team if you only have two players that are great. That's not what baseball Correct. is. It's it's the most individual yet totally relying on team sport. I think it's either that or soccer. I think it's almost tied. See, I don't know because I, I I think the the thing with baseball that takes it over that edge is in the micro aspect. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it's one guy on the ball at a given time, but that's like mm-hmm. basketball, where everyone's still moving at once. There's a certain point where it's just the pitcher and the batter, and it's basically one on one. To me, that gets canceled out a little bit because every park is so different. Like, if every park was the same dimensions, I'm right there with you. But I think the fact that every park has literally their own dimensions, like one park could be 200 feet on the left wall and it could be 400 feet the next one, where, like, to me, that helps you as a hitter if you're running as a pitcher because it's like, oh, pitcher, no, I'm a hitter. I have to park against you because you have to work with the park. Where, like, in soccer, almost all of the stadiums are all of the stadiums are the same when it comes to the field length going to happen there almost makes it a little bit there's some weird ones i mean there's some there's some there's some divots some dead zones as they say no but like like i think i'm pretty sure the 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 the, the wembley field is like bigger dimensions i think it's wider i think and then that was like uh when nycfc played it or plays at uh yankee stadium it's smaller than it's supposed to be just because Mm -hmm. of the actual dimensions of that little league ballpark that's why I think that right, I'm, I'm, I, I'm getting I think, into my baseball shit talking uh, phase of my year. Thursday, Thursday, baby, Thursday. Yep. Yeah, I have my. Right, I gotta ask you this. I gotta ask you this. Okay. I want to know. I want to go over all of the new baseball rules and laws, and I want to know what you think as a baseball fan. Okay. Are you yay or nay on them? Okay. <clears throat> hmm. Universal designated hitter. Nay. Why are you nay on that one? I loved it. I okay. So that one I'm weird on. I do think it's better. It's better for player safety and stuff. As a fan, I loved when it was just like I love the fact that you could have these people where everything else is pretty much the same, and then you suddenly had to play by different rules depending on what park you were at. I thought that was a really cool, like nuance to how weird baseball is. I do think it's good in terms of player safety and you know, just entertainment values can be way better. So I, I guess overall I'm yay, but I'll miss it a little bit. Okay. Interference rule. Let me know if you want me to read the, the, the yeah, read me the update. This is the only new rule added at the big league level this year. If after a drop third strike, the umpire or batter inadvertently deflects the baseball, thereby impeding the catcher, 
the batter is out and runners are returned to their bases. This is a clarification to an existing rule that makes clear intent is not a consideration. So it's basically taking the umpire out of the game and saying, like, I don't care what you thought this was, this is out. Uh, I get what nah, I'm 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 nay. It to me it's the same as like like calling interference because they like made contact with the ball and, and moved it. That's like also why I'm nay the like throw the four up in the dugout intentional walk. Human error is part of the game. Being runner at second, a.k.a. the ghost runner. Uh, not doing it or, or doing it in the regular season, not doing it in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm yay. Same same reason as the DH. It's better for player safety to not completely destroy the pitchers and stuff in a game in May. Uh, but I love that they're not doing it in the playoffs because when it matters, it shouldn't be there. That actually is my why I don't like it because I don't like when I sports... listen, I'd be fine with none of it, but I get the, the value of having it in regular. See, I, I am I'm pro ghost runner in general. I'm anti ghost runner if it only happens through 162 games. Okay. Because you I, can't I can tell me because I, I feel the same way about soccer. I feel the same way about hockey, where it's just like, why are we changing the game when we get to a different level than we did throughout the whole time? Why don't we just keep it all the same thing? And it was just like, we're going to play until somebody wins or we're going to go threes and then we're going to do shoot, like all that kind of stuff. It's a weird thing to be like, because to me, it, may, it makes it feel like the regular season is not as important as the playoffs, where in actuality, you need to incentivize a regular season because of how many games there are. I feel like it would be better. Yeah, it, the, the tough part is like, because I, I I would be like oh we'll do it until the all star break or something but mm-hmm. then you then you're still devaluing all those games that count just the same as the ones after the break so it's a it's a weird one to change the rules up I I guess yes overall I'm anti ghost runner in general from a baseball fan perspective mm-hmm. I like rooting for like eighteen inning games it's fun once once you get to like fourteen you just root for chaos playoffs expanded to twelve teams. Nay. Tell me why. This isn't the NHL. It's not the NBA. Half the league doesn't get to make the playoffs. Even though they play the most games? Yeah. See, I think I'm I'm, I'm the opposite of that. I think 12 feels right because if you play 162 games and you miss the playoffs by a couple games, to me in a league where there's 30 teams – it's still like okay, like you. Well, because right now it's at what? It's at ten, right? Ten make it right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so, I mean I guess it's not terribly different. It's just one, but I I also feel it like it was like fourteen, sixteen. I would feel some kind of way, but the fact that it's still I just don't like the trend. I was happy with four or four from each. I was happy with eight. Of course you was, man. That was back when, like, oh, yeah, he's won it because, you know what I mean, only 16 teams are in the league and then they won a championship because they had the best record. Like, that's trash, even though – Yeah, well, no, when it was one, that when it was one for me, I didn't like – that That was uh, not so great. <laughs> the Philadelphia A's are playing the Yankees because they have one more win than everybody else. Here's the championship. Yeah, no, when it was, when it was like, one wild card team, that was fine. 
expanded rosters until May 2nd, which is clubs are now allowed to have 28 player rosters until May 2nd, as opposed to the traditional 26. I'm yay on that. Um, I'm so yay on that, dude. Yeah. I'm so yay on that. Do you, wait, I actually this because I didn't look into this. Baseball is so weird when it comes to if you're a professional or not. How many games is it that you have to actually suit up to be considered no longer a minor league player so that that clock can start for you to be able to get a contract? I can't, isn't it like 20-something games? It's, yeah, it's not a ton. It's like 20 or 30. But no, but it's, Which is it's, crazy, though. But no, but, it, but it's like the weird one is like the, the you're talking about like the service time? Yeah, service time. Because the weird one is like you can be a rookie – and still not yeah. have that year account for your service time, which is yeah, why yeah. Like, they, the they, Cubs brought they, Chris Bryant up like three weeks into the year. Yeah, and they then, did it with Aaron Judge too. They did it. With, they was like, mm, yeah. we don't wait. We don't he was also like right thirty five when he came up, so it was like it was a little different. He's twenty eight in steroid years. Not wrong. Um, My yeah. favorite one: the Ohani rule. The Ohani rule. I'm gonna say Ohani. I know it's Ohani. Hawaiian now. The yeah. new flying well, Hawaiian he, Shohei Ohani. Listen, <laughs> I, I know I know he's Japanese, but I'm going Hawaiian on this one, man. Damn, you're taking it away oh, from Shane. I mean, he has a boys and girls club in my city, so I always love Shane, but still. What rules next? Well, how do you feel about it? Which, which what one? rule is it? Yeah. The the Otani rule. This is where this is where if you are pitching, you can still come back in a game as a DH. You don't have to be out completely because you're no longer pitching. Yeah, I'm all for it. Oh, that's such a good rule, dude. Yeah. That is like the epitome of like we read the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Which they never do. Never do. So these two I couldn't find, but I heard them earlier today. Catchers and pitchers can now communicate via device as opposed to doing call. Love it. Love it. <clears throat> Tell me more. Tell me more. One, I think the technology, as we learned with the Astro situation, is way too complex, and I'm not mm-hmm. going to gripe about that because I think every team and cheats. the Red Sox and the Red Sox, no, not like that. and the Red Sox, not like that. Um, it doesn't matter. If, still, they still indicted. Yeah, so were the Astros, so were the Yankees. Everyone, everyone's been doing that shit except Why the Phillies. Snitching? I didn't snitch. The article snitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I have no problems with any of them, honestly. If you, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Um, anyway, I think it's great. I, I, it makes sense. I, I saw some of it at work in spring training. It was literally like, it was like you think of like a QB wristband and you just like had a mm-hmm. button in it that communicates the picture. I think it's dope. I, I think I, I'm curious to see how creative they get with that. So I feel like it's going to become more than just pitching which could be interesting to still communicate in other ways of like game planning. So I'm all for it, but I'm sure someone's also going to find a way to break it and, you know, bend the rule. I mean, I hope it's the Red Sox. I mean, it's baseball. So I feel like if you're not going to do that, you're kind of not really in baseball. That's the thing. Baseball is a sport of cheaters. That's just a fact. I also want to see, I have one more, but I also want to see, what the codes are going to be for like, yo, hit this motherfucker. Like, I need to know what that code is. <laughs> yo, hit him. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I, I need some gangster catchers to just step up and say, yo, hit this motherfucker. <laughs> right at his head, in the ear. 
It's just zero, 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 zero. Hit this. It just points at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aim for the temple. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it, I'm, I'm curious to see see how that plays out. And like, I, I want to hear from pitcher and catcher because you, I wonder uh, if anyone's been on the horn to like Belichick and be like, all right, how do we get like a jammer in the stadium so that they can't communicate via the hand thing? And you the know last that's coming. One, the pitch clock. The pitch clock in 2023, 14 seconds. Mm. And if the bases are empty, you get 19 seconds. Wait, it's less with men on? Sorry, it's uh, 14 seconds with the base empty, 19. Oh. I was going to say that, that, that felt backwards. Okay, so that makes sense. Um, what was it previously, 25? It really wasn't one. I know no, it, it was like technically started. 25, but it wasn't. Um, it's like the free throw line clock. Nobody really violates it. I'm yay to try it out. Nay on my confidence of it mattering. I actually think it's going to matter because re- they're going to put it in the in the um like in the stadium. So I it's feel been like in the stadium. Can't not do it. But it's been not there. really though. I mean, like they're going to put it up where it's like, look at this. This is what it is. Kind oh, like how they at Fenway, it's dead center. You can see it all the time. But it's not a rule yet. It's not really a rule. It's like an unwritten rule. Yeah, that's fair. This, this is a little I, I'm yay to like, try it. it. To me, that, that feels like a, the Ghost Runner thing, where it's like, I don't know that I'd want to buy into that for the playoffs. I'm all for it for the playoffs. Because, like, I think managers take advantage of time too often, where it's like, I'm changing pitchers. He threw one true. pitch. That's true. Well, like, that, like, uh, uh, I remember we called the Astros out for it. We being the Red Sox, of course, called the Astros out for it at one point where they were starting to pretend like all their pitchers were hurt so that they could go talk to them and like get extra mound visits. Mm-hmm. Even, even at times where they couldn't take them out of the game and they knew that. So they would be like, oh, my arm hurts. And then they'd be fine. Which, are, again, I respect it. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I think that baseball is one of those sports where you can never thumb your nose up at people, even though they choose to do it all the time. Fair. Speaking of thumbing your nose up in a sport where nobody really belongs, who you got this weekend? Tiger to field. Um, uh, Eldrick, as always. Eldrick will get the most viewers. That, that's a fact. Um, no, I mean, probably I mean, the field. $8 million. He got $8 million for not playing. Because he still gets the most attention on social media. I respect it. I mean, I that, that, actually, that shows, I don't know that I want that. That shows that golf has really dropped the ball. Literally, this guy's 46 years old, going on 47 this year, and you haven't been able to expand the game outside of him. Not even, like, I'm not saying – I mean, it kind of feels great. like the UFC with it's Connor like, right now. But the UFC is significantly smaller than, than to me, the PGA. The PGA. That's fair. And there's way less history. Mm-hmm. That to me, I think that 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 is almost like the big bigger travesty than the UFC. Not even almost. It's definitely a bigger travesty than UFC in my book because the at least PGA has had the type of great champions that have lasted decades and they have never really been able to build upon those champions. Where the UFC, you can argue, what the first great champion was what two thousand and one, two thousand and two. Like Randy Couture, man. Yeah, yeah. They still kind of like in that young stage where it's like. We're still trying out, even though Dana still had hair. Like allegedly, that wasn't some good hair. Do we count hair if it's not good? Like, are we counting hair just because you got it on your head, or is it like, yo, I want that hair? 
Because I didn't want Dana White's hair. I mean, we, we can't relate, you know, as, as the top two hairstyles of uh, of the free yeah, house, you know. Do do you think do you think that the UFC I think UFC has become battle rap where like you've hit your peak you've done your thing you have your avid fans and then this is it you're not gonna go up. Uh, uh, maybe yeah. No, I didn't ask for a maybe. I asked you to stand on it. Where do you uh, think uh, yeah. you think the UFC got another branch to go to? No, I don't. I don't know. I I I don't see how they do it unless. It does feel like it's kind of at a plateau right now, I would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there's always going to be new stars that bring some new style and, I guess, evolve the game in some way. But I, I think the evolution at the rate that it had been going is not the same anymore. No. Yeah, I think the evolution part is gone. I think now it's all about the WWE aspect of building your fighters up. And yeah. I think that it's possible to build your fighters up when you're paying them as little as you are unless you are the main person did you see how much weight patty the baddies put on since his fight i'm assuming 30 pounds 50 insane <laughs> i mean it's not really crazy though because yeah that's insane though that's actually um, insane. Insane. 50 pounds is insane you just felt like three weeks ago yeah so I saw an interview with him and Molly McCann, and they were not together, but they had been together earlier that day. And he's like, you know, you know, I'm hungry. And she's like, you can't be hungry. I just watched you eat like three straight meals back to back to back. Uh, let me see if I can find a picture from recently. Dude, that's insane. Okay, that's he, insane. he was on Pat McAfee's show a couple days ago and is just eating the entire time and just showing food. Ew, that's a chocolate orange. Nobody wants that shit. See, this is the kind of stuff that shows you that these guys don't make enough money. Where, like, if I made <laughs> some... Look at his face. His face is insane. He looks sketchy. He looks like one of the... He, he looks sketchy as shit. He looks like somebody in Arkham. Like the Arkham Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> but this this to me shows you that they don't make enough money where like Patty made what fifty thousand dollars his last fight he said? Nope. Twelve to show, twelve to win. Made twenty four so grand. Made, well, plus no, the fifty made, on the bonus. No, no. He made twelve thousand dollars and yeah. then had a chance of making twelve thousand dollars. That's yeah. different. So, like to me, that shows like if, if I was getting paid a lot of money to be at a certain weight, I'll always be at that weight. But the fact that you're not paying me that, I'm gonna do what the fuck I want because what does it really matter? That's like I also lie. I loved how in his pro fight press conference, he was just eating pizza the entire time, being like, all these people that have a six-pack year-round, they hate their lives, and they can't tell me otherwise. He's like, I'd rather be fat and happy. <laughs> Listen, my, my one of my phrases that I live by is like, we're all going to die. Why die hungry? They're, they're, they used to say that, you know, being large was a sign of the rich. You know what they call gout? The king's disease. That's what they call gout. It was like, oh, my feet are swollen because I've had too much abundance. King's disease. That's bullshit. Yeah, it's like, I, I was like, I don't get why he would want to, you know, like, yeah, I don't get why he'd want to uh, go back and fight a higher ranked guy. He's not getting paid enough. No, no. This, this is this is a question for you right now, though. Excuse me. What sport? Or what league or what company do you think is the next up in general? 
Like, what do you think is going to be the next sport, team, league, or company to rise up and grab America's attention? Grab America's attention? America specifically. I think it's Formula One. I know. Tell me why. Well, I mean, the Netflix aspect is huge. There is a long history of motor car sports in America. You say motor car sports? Motorsport is what I meant to say. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I just needed to, I heard my heart. Hand, I was like, yeah, motor I, it, 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 it sounded not right. Because <laughs> I, I was going to say car racing, and then I went to motorsport, and then I just didn't do either and put motor them together. Car sport. I'm going to get a shirt made with your face saying motor car sports. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I told you, man, it's been a long day. Um, but no, motorsport, like obviously the NASCAR aspect is there. I There's more American influence in Formula One. There's more owners. Um, there's an American team that's performing all right right now. Um, there's, in theory, more teams coming in um, that may be American. Um, like I know Andretti's trying to bring a team in. Um they just announced the race in Vegas um, starting next year. They're racing in Mario Miami for the first Marco. time. Yep. Um, so, I mean, I, I, th- I think it's that. It's got to be. It's got to be. Because I, I, I didn't care about motorsport ever. Do you think that America will ever embrace F1 the way they embrace NASCAR? Because oh wait, before you answer, think about this. Think about this though. NASCAR is in Delaware. It's in Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's in pretty much every southern state. Just like the white trash places. Yeah. But and it's in California. So if you think about it, professional sports are not in the places where NASCAR is. There's no professional team in Delaware. There is no real professional teams in in Maryland. I don't count the Wizards in DC. <laughs> like, like, so like the places that they're in are in niche places where a lot of people, but they have grown to like, love that. Like the fact that NASCAR is just like close Charlotte to might be the might be one of the biggest ones. Yeah, 100 like, percent And yeah. the fact that like Philadelphia is close to all of this, and nobody who I've ever known in Philadelphia goes to NASCAR races, but when you leave Philadelphia, everybody goes to NASCAR. Everyone races. goes down it's to Dover. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Or yeah. they or they go or they go to the mountains. Yeah. I think um, I think if there were a couple American drivers, Poconos. I think there were if there were a couple American drivers that pop in and like actually start to compete a little bit. I think they would buy in. I think that's the hesitation. I don't think you got to be American. I think you just it's gonna sound fucked up, but I think you just got to speak English well. Well, no NASCAR fan is gonna root for the one black guy. So Lewis NASCAR fans are not rooting for the black guys. So I'm going to put that out there. Lewis is out. We are not, not rooting for the black guys. <laughs> I, I mean, Danny Ricardo, I Danny Ricardo that... is a guy that people could get behind because he, he loves NASCAR. Mm-hmm. He's a weird Australian dude that loves to drink and race. So I think that part. Not that, not that kind of race people. We're talking about on the track. Um, But. Yeah, no, I, I'm trying to think who else in the field right now. I mean, anyone can get behind a Schumacher. You see the name Schumacher, yeah, Schumacher carries sure. weight. Yeah. So Mick Schumacher on an American team. That can I work. really don't think you got to be American, though. Like, but he, I, but he I is on American the American team right now. Yeah, I know that. But I think I think Americans 
are. So I, don't, I, I don't think they want to root for the British English people, though. But that's, that's not. That's not. We don't consider it English. We consider it the Queen's English is different. I think that if you speak English well enough, that sound like us, we're getting behind you. I, the, I really. The, okay, I so like, here, here's the issue: the two Canadians suck. Yeah. Well, one's okay, but he's also in the in the sport because of nepotism, and I feel like that's a tough look for like the oh, yeah, blue collar. NASCAR people. Oh, for sure. But that's why I think that the English thing is important as opposed to just being American. I, so I mean, like, I will say most good. of them speak very good English. But you got to be good and speak yeah. English like we speak English, not just speak English. Yeah. Max Verstappen doesn't really speak our English. He speaks Dutch English, which is just super sarcastic. Or, or I'm about to say, or when you mentioned his name, I was like, or you got to speak English but talk shit. You know what I mean? Even if it ain't our English. Well, that was, that was like, hey, have you gotten into the uh, show much since uh, we last mm-hmm. spoke? Did mm-hmm. you get to the one part where he was like, it was like, well, what happened after the race? And he's like, I don't know. He's just being a pussy. I actually saw that clip before I ever watched the show. I don't know why. <laughs> I definitely saw it. Like, I don't know why. Like, I really don't know why. Like, I've definitely seen that way before it came up on the show. So, like, yes, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, the other thing that I think NASCAR people won't love is that you actually get penalized for like dirty driving i actually disagree i think nascar people would like it because of how much they love dale Earnhardt senior mm, okay i That's think right. after that happened they were just straight up like we can't have this happening but like i remember watching that live and i was like Did he just die because it was just on fire and i was like this is yeah. insane i think it was on fox so yeah that makes sense yeah, no, I, I think they get behind it. I, but I, I, I agree. You know, I'll, I'll take back what I said about it. it needs to be an American driver. It needs to be the right personality. Yeah, I think and there's only so way. many of those. Like, I, I, I think, I think, I think if if this happened, so I've been because I've been rewatching old races, just just mm-hmm. like random races that I'm like I've heard you got to watch this one or I want to see certain people's first few wins or whatever. I think that if this Netflix show came out a decade ago, people would have bought in real hardcore on Sebastian Vettel. Mm. He's funny. He's charismatic. He's cool. He drove for Red Bull. He was young. He was a great driver. He had no problem like throwing little jabs out there. I think people would have really gotten behind him. I think because of where he's at in his career now at more of a midfield team, I think people will struggle. Like, I think he's still super likable. Like I will mm-hmm. always root for him to do well. I'm very excited for him to be back this weekend after missing the first few races due to COVID. Um, but like, I think he's a guy that if this happened 10 years ago, people would have gotten behind mm-hmm. hardcore. I could, I, I'm going to defer to you and say that I agree with you just by deferring to you. I think that if if Formula One instituted a crowd participation aspect of it, Americans would eat it up. It was like, yo, like, like, oh, uh, so you want to give them strooms? Yup. <laughs> that, that's where I think Max works. Because no one, no one's fan base gets behind them more than Max. And, and he's got like his own theme song. So, I mean, that that matters with the NASCAR crowd. Like, if you have a theme song that's catchy, even if it's not, like, you know, obviously, like, elite lyricism, but it gets, like, the crowd, you know, going, that that works. 
I think the thing that's going to turn a lot of people off about Formula One is how expensive everything is. That's the, that's the, well, I think that's the turn off for like people NASCAR, that love Formula One. I feel like that's been the biggest gripe that I've seen from the Formula One fan base. Is is where, and, but like NASCAR is in play, like NASCAR is not a cheap sport, but like to chair and root for it, you don't have to see that was on a hat. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to do certain things where it's just like, yeah. Uh, like people, pe- where NASCAR is is in the parts of America that America forgot about. I mean, it, it, and it's all the blue collar. It's and, Ford, and F1 it's is Chevy. in Monaco. Yeah, well, Mon- it, but, no, but it's F1 just the, even Monaco. the brands. It's the brands. It's Ford and Chevy compared to Ferrari and McLaren and Mercedes mm-hmm. and, and all those. I do think that the luxury brand that's where it's going to be a tough selling part. It's a silver so tell me, sport. You telling me when F1 gets a Hummer car? We're gonna be rolling. I think there's more drivers than people. <laughs> Every think. two laps, I need gas, yo. Yeah, yeah. Switch out tires and just get get a Hummer. Yeah. You got imagine, like a LeBron James racing it. around the streets of Monaco. That'd be wild, dude. And then you got like LeBron driving it because he just got signed by Hummer. He's like a spokesman. I'm like, you're not driving a fucking Hummer, LeBron. Yeah. But okay, let's pretend like you are. When and gas Shaq is doesn't fit in that Buick, but it's all good. That. You don't know that. <laughs> he knows that <laughs> Shaq you know you don't fit in that Buick <laughs> he was like they said he, he said he said they built that car around you I was like yo that's gangster. that is so no I, I'm, I'm I, I think the Vegas race will be a I mean obviously it's like a year or so away I think that's gonna be a really interesting turning point because that course is specifically built for straight speed it has the mm. longest straight that they're going to go straight down the Las Vegas Strip. I mean, what people don't know is like, you know, people consider England the home of Formula One, but it started in Vegas. The first race was in Vegas, I learned, which I didn't know. They only raced there like twice. I didn't know that either. But yeah, in the 80s, the first races were in Vegas, or the first race was in Vegas, I should say. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, man. It's amazing. That, no, they have. That, well, oh no, I was gonna say they have not raced on Cape Cod, but that's heroin. So, oh yeah, it's a different kind. So, are you? Do you? So you said F one is definitely going to be the one that steps up. Okay, I, I would have so. picked soccer. I would have so- picked soccer. Well, well, that's that's where I, that 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 came to mind too. But I didn't know. I, I, that one feels closer to being more established. Mm-hmm. So that's why I picked F one as a more different. Like they're going to have a bigger jump in the next few years than soccer will have in the next few years. Do you think more Americans specifically will invest in F1 over the next 10 years? Yeah. Do you think it's going to be more of a European import? Kind of how British rock music was. Mm. Well, if I know anything about that, that just means that it's going to be an import and then Americans are going to pretend like we had it the entire time. No, we we started rock music. British won it, and then we came out with Bruce Springsteen. It was like hold our dicks. Okay. Even yeah. though I don't know if Bruce, it's it's funny because I look at it, I'm like y'all were afraid of Bruce Springsteen. Like in my mind, I was like this stopped the British invasion. <laughs> I was like yeah, y'all Bruce, were soft. Bruce, yeah, Bruce Springsteen and Bon Jovi. You feared a couple dudes from the shore. Dude, the fact that Jersey struck fear in the whole continent is insane. Then again, Jersey is a wild place, so I can get it. Jersey is not a wild place. Don't lie to these people. Jersey is not a wild place. Where, where's the wildness in Jersey? Tell Asbury, me where Asbury this is. Park. Stop it, Slime. 
Stop it. If I walk into Kensington tonight at 8.38 p.m., I will find more crazy shit in Kensington than all of the state of Jersey. Okay. If I left Philadelphia and traveled two hours north to Lancaster, it's not even two hours, but an hour and a half to Lancaster and hung out with with you driving, that's about 45 minutes. Oh, I'm out here. It's bad, man. Now that gas is allegedly only $4 a gallon, I'm back. Dude, I was at I was at a Never light. Left. I was at a light. Yeah. <laughs> I was at a light about to turn and I put my car in sport mode. Like, I don't know what you're trying to do next to me. You gotta turn left. But just in case you're trying to turn right, I'm here. That 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 see, that's the one problem that Formula One has had on me is I look at every turn like it's a Formula One turn now in my brain. Stop it. Stop it. You gonna well, I know I don't do it, but like like I, I was driving. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. You definitely do it. I don't believe you. Well, no, but like I try and like stay right up near the curb. Uh-huh. Yeah, even. I don't believe you. By the way, okay, that's believe fine. You. I, I believe you're I, looking I, at your car. I did like... have one. I, <laughs> I I did have one. I I when I went to Target tonight, the way that this one is built, like you take the a left in off the main road, and then it's anybody like... who says the way that this road is built means that they was breaking laws. See, the way that this is built, I had to do... <laughs> no, there's no, there no speed limit sign on this particular part of the road that I'm going to talk about. Um, uh, but like you get up to the parking lot by going up mm-hmm. and around and it felt like I was going around like a hairpin and I definitely gunned it up that a little bit too quick. That's good. It's know? amazing that you have your license forever until you drive drunk probably three times. Like literally it's just <laughs> like, yo, no matter what happens, you good. That's insane. That's insane. Well, well, so the other thing I've been celebrating is that I can drive my car like legally again and I'm not on expired plates. And I got my car inspected up here. So I actually have New Hampshire place that I've had registered for over okay. a month. For the, for the world listening, for the world listening. All two of you. It, it costs maybe $25 to get your place updated. It's not. No, 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 no. I did it. I had the plates. It's just they didn't tell me that I needed to get my car inspected within a certain time because it's a New Hampshire rule. And so I put them on, immediately got pulled over because I didn't have the right inspection sticker. And I was like. Okay, well, I'm going to make a scheduling okay. point and then I put the all Texas plates back on because no one knows what they're looking for. All two of the people listening in the world in America, no, we're up to three. Just check. All right, all four people just being optimistic, all four people listening around the world. I know for a fact because I've been in this predicament every single state, every single state, your tags and your plates are supposed to match in some kind of way, but we pretend like it's not a thing. We just be like, well, my inspection is from July. My plates are from October. It's the same year. We good. That's not real. We just be pretending like it is in, in, in America true. being like, you're good. It's not good. It 100% ain't good. I remember when I found out my my uh my registration expired, I was like, oh my God, my registration expired. And they're like, why are you tripping? You get like a six month grace period. I was like, why do I get a half a year of a grace period? Like, why are you giving me See, half a year? I have, I, mean, I have to go renew my registration in July because in New Hampshire, they do it on your birthday versus mm-hmm. like the actual one year. That way you can't forget it. I guess. I mean, the state motto is live free or die. And or. I like to throw an and on there sometimes. I'm going to keep it real with you. If we were at war and you was like, live free and or die, I'm like, yo, go die, dog. Like, I'm not going into war. <laughs> I'm just saying they take the live free or die part and do dumb shit sometimes where you're going to die. No, but I've told everybody that when the shit gets critical, I'm going to be a pillager. I'm not hunting. I'm not fishing. I'm, I'm not, not playing bro. fair at all. Listen, no, no, no. I'm playing fair because I'm like, you know, you got it. I need it. I'm coming to get it. Reese's that you. That is I. You don't need three deer. <laughs> you can have one. I'm taking these other two. Like, I know where I'm going to be at in this world. 
yeah. I'm being honest about it. But I'm I'm just hanging out with you so you can chef it up. Dude, you're gonna be in my colony. Like I'm look, I'm not gonna try to kill anybody. I'm gonna let it I'm be your colony to... too, because I feel like if I call myself the colonizer of that situation, that's a bad look. Listen, Cotton Man's Colony is already a slave name. I'm already rolling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cotton Man's Colony. It's over. We out here, dog. Like I'm a, and I'm not wearing a mask. When you hear this, look, look, look. When you see me bullet <laughs> on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> is that Reese? It is I. So I heard you had 13 ears of corn. There's only three people in this colony. You can We're have taking three. 10 of them. Give me the other. <laughs> give me the 10, or I won't Matt. have to do anything. <laughs> And back we go. <laughs> You're going to see the horse on top of me one day. To... I'm like, yeah, I carry the horse here. You know what I'm saying? I need to make it equal rights. But I need all of those deers that you have. Like, I don't, I am going to be so real with it. No mask. No... Reese, is that you? Yeah, I'm robbing you. I just want you to know I care about you. If you want to get in my colony when I rob you, you can come in. But I need all your resources. Your resources. Listen, I'm treating you like the Catholic Church. Oh, you want to be a part of it? What's your bank accounts? Mm. I, I, I would say let's not treat too many people like the Catholic Church treats them. Wow, we can't give them love, peace, and touching. I mean, touching emotionally, emotionally touching. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> but the good thing about being canceled is that sometimes if, if the show costs enough, somebody could buy it out. So you know what I'm saying? So like, I'm thinking about investing in the Cosby Show. I think it's going to make a comeback. I, I, feel, I mean, I feel like people thought that the Chappelle show was never going to come back. So, buy low. I'm just saying, man, buy low, spin high. Uh, don't believe Dr. Cosby when he tells you, look me in the eyes. It is I. Do you believe, who's going to make a bigger comeback? So, all right, I got a question. I got a question for you. I, this is a real question that I've been pondering over the last 12 seconds. Who has the better chance of making an American comeback? Bill Cosby or OJ Simpson? Well, OJ just went viral. Uh, I, know. I know. I saw it. Um, I, I think o- I think OJ is like back. You think OJ's back? <laughs> <laughs> like, I-, I think OJ might be back. Because <laughs> we-, we just let him slide on some ridiculous Yo. shit. Like, Dog, saying like, OJ's like, back is insane. That's the name of this episode, OJ's back. Yo, that's insane. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Before you continue, I need to know the rest of this. Before you continue in, in college, I got in trouble many a times. But this time in particular, I used to say a phrase that people were not too happy about. The juice is loose. You know, no, 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 no. You know when people like take a gas, take a stab at it? I'm like, take an OJ stab at it. I used to say that all of the time. I'm like, yeah. take an OJ stab at it. They'd be like, that, that sounds like some shit that me and my friends would have said in college. Dude, so they sense. were like, Maurice, that's not funny. I was like, I wasn't trying to be funny. I was trying to tell you, like, go go deep enough to hit the bone. Like, I need you to really. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think OJ's back because we let him Dog, get away with OJ's crazy back? shit. We, we, we let him get away with such crazy shit that he has to be back. Uh, if OJ is back, why do I still owe student loans? In my mind, if OJ's back, like, but like when he was talking about the Will Smith thing, he's like, "Well, if I did it, they'd give me years in life." We're like, yeah, you're so funny, OJ. No, no, no. Before <laughs> that, he was like, "I know what it means to protect your wife." I was like, "Yo, OJ, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hello, Twitter world, hello to the world." Oh. No, and like now he's a meme where it's like you know people were making fun of Patrick Mahomes' girl and like, posting the picture of OJ uh, in a Patrick Mahomes shirt. Like, 
we we let OJ get away with some wild shit already. Like he's like not OJ? still OJ Simpson. I think I think he's back. Dog, if OJ's back and I still haven't made it, I'm gonna literally swallow bleach tonight. I, that might be what OJ wants. If I'm giving OJ what he wants, I can't swallow bleach tonight. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> he said, I'm not black, I'm OJ. And Jay-Z said, okay. <laughs> Dog, if OJ is back, that's a wild assertion. If OJ is back, then what's going? No, 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 what's going? If OJ is back, then what has gone? Uh, what is gone? Kevin Spacey. That's not a fair trade. I'd rather have Kevin Spacey than OJ. Um, I just feel like we've, like, Totally ignored Kevin Spacey or like let him actually be canceled. If you telling me that OJ got traded for Kevin Spacey and Will Smith, that's a lump sided trade, dude. That's a ter- that's a Bill Belichick trade. It hey, is. Listen, then that's Randy Moss for a fourth contract. round pick. That's Randy Moss for a fourth round pick. Dude, that's yeah, that's literally Randy. <laughs> OJ Simpson getting traded for Kevin Spacey and Will Smith is getting traded Randy Moss for a fourth round expiring pick. Like that's yeah. literally what this is. Yeah, I'm mad as shit if OJ got traded for Will Smith and Kevin. Spacey. Do you not think OJ's back? At this point, the way the way that we treat him now, it's like, I, I, oh, you're just funny. funny. If I'm just being honest, haven't thought about OJ being back, so I don't know. I got to examine the evidence. <laughs> I got to look around. I got to call Olivia know, Benson. Check check up that glove. I got to call Olivia Benson. And be like, yo, is OJ back? Like, what are we doing right now? Like, is is it all? If OJ do, if OJ is back, then I'm gonna pay my student loans off tomorrow. Like, I literally just talked to someone about it and we were talking about how how great Twitter would have been if it was around the day of the chase. And I was like, we talk about these things so normally now that it's like, yeah, OJ, OJ's back. If OJ, dude, if OJ is back, OJ might be back. You might, you might, <laughs> you might literally be so right. And I'm just sitting back like, I am quite right. Did OJ make it back? I think I'm quite right here. Dude, if back. OJ is back, I'm going to swallow my tongue, snort bleach and do fentanyl. Like, I'm going to do it all in one day just to be like, I tried to kill myself. I couldn't because OJ's back. Yeah, you know what's happening is you would wake up tomorrow. I'll wake and, up tomorrow. And your shot. first thought would be like, yep, he's definitely back if that didn't do it. Oh, for sure. If OJ do, if OJ is back. You'd do that. You'd be like, I need to re-download Twitter just to see what he's doing. First thing you see. Oh, hello. What Twitter do you mean I got to? I'm already re-downloading. It's already yeah. in the app. <laughs> like, I'm already hitting like, yo, subscribe. Hello, Follow. Twitter world. Hello, Twitter world. Uh, I know about defending my wife. Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, he's a wild dude. <laughs> Why hasn't he admitted to killing him? It's I don't know, um, but I just saw this, and this is what we're going to finish on because we need to discuss. We need to do a draft similar to this. All right, the Orioles hat is not even a top ten hat. What are we doing here? Yeah, I don't, I don't know who is doing the drafting. I mean, this is a strong first round pick. Strong, strong first round pick. Yep, Seattle Navy, Montreal Expos, the Kansas City. Kelly Fires, always works, like we talked the about. Kelly Green A's, the Florida the Maroon, Marlins Teals. The Maroon is clean. The Maroon Phillies, the Florida Marlins Teals, the LA Dodger Classic. I, I, I love this Diamondbacks colorway. 98 Diamondbacks. The, the Yankees, come on, man. The Yankee one is. It's yeah, that, 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 that's a crazy sleeper pick. I love, I love the Pirates three rings. Like this, this just it. this just feels Mac Miller to me. How the fuck did the 89-92 Angels get to the what the fuck is going on? Which one? The white X was clean. To the far right. 
8992 Rangers. Angels, yeah. I like that. I, I'm very confused at how the drafting on this worked. I mean, classic okay, Dodgers, so classic one, oh, oh, I get it. I, I actually get it. I think team it was one is, this is way. the columns. Yeah. It's the columns. Yeah. Team one yeah, no, is, no. Team the, one the is, draft went this way. Team two was kicking ass. They love the blue. Yeah. I mean, this, the in, the fifth, this in the fifth round is such a steal. That's a first-round pick. Honestly, if I'm being honest, Team 2 and Team 3 is not even close to everybody else. Team 2 and Team 3, that's that's those are the teams everybody else is trying to get third, fourth, and fifth. I like these. These are weak. This one I like, obviously, because I have to. The Braves are better than the Tigers. The Phillies are better than the Cardinals. The Mariners, no offense, is better than the 04, specifically 04 Boston Red Sox championship, even though that's what broke the curse. The Kelly Green A's is better than the Marlins. The Seattle Navy is better than the Blue Jays. So I think four yeah. out of five. Okay. Let's see. What was who the fuck is picking these teams? I need to be in these war rooms. So this was uh, a Barcel podcast that they do okay. these drafts. So I'm, I'm sure I'm sure someone was biased, or at least a couple people were biased. I, oh yeah. Okay. I mean, if we're gonna have an Angels hat, yes, this one on the left is robbed to not be in there. Dude, that's Angels in the outfield. We out here. Yeah. Um, also, the one on the right is so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy, my favorite pitcher, man. Uh, I mean, wait, wait, wait. no, 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 no. Go, no, no, no. I, I see the same, but go, 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 real quick. Of course, Jews are Mets fans. So that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Been taking uh, L since World War. Okay, II. we got. Um, I did like these, but they that doesn't do it. Actually, I really like that one. I know I've seen it many times, but it's not—it's not as good as the non-TV Stingray. Okay, they're, they're just picking who they thought. Um, yeah, it feels like there's a lot missing here. Oh, super misses. But then again, baseball has the best logos in general when it comes to hats because that's what this sport is about—the hat. So I feel like their misses are wins for other sports. That's like NFL has fair. terrible hats. Yeah. Yeah, you talking hats or helmets? Like I mean, actual hats or like the same thing? It's like oh, saying I, I, I didn't know if you meant. Oh, that's a yeah, that's a crazy one to not put there. The the White Sox hat. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, it's not there at all. Just yeah. all culture, dude. White Sox looks like it looks like they talked about it after the fact, maybe. But that's got to be on the draft, dude. The White Sox hat is easily top ten all culture in any sport. See, here's the thing. So the guy that they had on – so it's these four guys that they do these drafts, and then they had a guy who's from Boston. He's literally wearing a Hartford Whalers hat in the video, which means you should have good taste in hats. And I imagine he was the one that took the Red Sox hat if I had to. Actually, hold on. I, I, I need to know now. Because – He's a Jersey guy as well, which makes me Jersey feel guy or a Jersey sports guy. Uh, Jersey guy. Okay. Okay. So he, yeah, he was he was pick four. So he was team four that had the Griffey Marlins, Red Sox 04. 94 Tigers. I don't hate. It's just. Oh no, I'm sorry. There was a White Sox hat on there. It wasn't the OG, but it was just the current White Sox hat, which is the same. With the pinstripes? Easy's didn't have the pinstripes, which is, I think, what they were I think it's the current one with the pinstripes or no? No, no. Not not the not the city ones. Okay. Just just a straight one. So it, it is actually on there. That might be the 
that might be the only good one from Team Five. I guess classic Dodgers and Cardinals are like, but if we're talking classic about all-time Dodgers, great, I think the Cardinals one is overblown. I like the the Navy Cardinals one way more than I like the All Red mm. Cardinals one. But I think that the the classic Dodgers you can't beat it. Jackie Robinson Day, April fifteenth, first time the letters are going to be in the Dodger color. Shout out to that. Even though I don't like it, I think they're going to be terrible. I think that the fact that you're going to have Navy letters, Navy numbers with jerseys that are probably going to be powder blue and red and orange like that shit don't don't work but shout out to jackie you know what i mean what the 13th best negro league player they could pick but still the guy maybe maybe on a good day i mean it's it's interesting too because i still think that jackie robinson this might sound maybe maybe i'm being biased as a black guy i still don't think jackie robinson gets his credit no, it's he weird. doesn't. He doesn't. It's weird, dude. Like, because weird? The, the stories change. It, it went from like, oh, he gets too much credit and he wasn't the best to then it's like, oh, they took him thinking he was going to fail. And the reality is he was still really good. He just wasn't the best. But like, it would be like, like what would that be if it was going the other way? You think? It would be like taking like. Well, if it was white guys. Like, like it, that, but I'm saying that caliber. It would be like taking, like, Jimmy Fox. Where it's like, yeah, no, this guy's a clear Hall of Famer, but mm. he's not Joe DiMaggio and Ted Williams. You know who Does that I make sense? It you, might it, it might it might have been Whitey Ford. Okay. On, on, on a great team, contributed, but nobody's picking him first on that team to do anything. Yeah, I think that's fair. Plus, but that, that, that's, why I was, that's why I was throwing Jimmy Fox out there, like, when he was to on me, the Jimmy Red Sox. F- but Jimmy Fox to me might arguably be your number one pick for his position. Where like a white oh, position Ford wise, not, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, yeah, but Whitey Ford ain't gonna be your number one pick. Like it is right. like no offense you're to right. him at all, but like mm, no, no, all the offense. But Jimmy, but this is also what I want to ask you too. <clears throat> Should Jackie Robinson's number still be the universally only one that is retired in baseball? Because because Robert Roberto Clemente. They've been trying to get his number retired universally for about 20 years now. And the MLB like, that. only only Jackie Robinson should be universally retired. Where I don't know, there's no other sport besides baseball in America where a number is universally retired. Is the closest Mike with the Heat? No, Mike, Mike is retired in only two places, though, out of 30 teams. That ain't really that who, much. He's who, not even who, retired with the Who Wizards. would you say it would be in the NBA? Russ? No, Bill. Bill Russell. That's, that's what I mean, Russ. Yeah. Oh, you call him Russ? Yeah. You were too close to Bill Russell to be calling him Russ. Show some respect. Sir William Felton Russell. <clears throat> there we go. I hear Russ, and I think Russell Westbrook. I'm like, uh, what? No. No, I, the I reason talk about I say real Russ. To me, Bill Russell would be number one. I'll give you my top three of people who, whose numbers should be universally retired in the NBA if they were ever going to do it. Bill Russell is easily number one, two, and three. I don't even think it's close. I think Bill Russell is the one, and this is a guy who's a Will Chamberlain stand. Bill Russell is number one. Not even close, Bill Russell. We're here. Jerry West is number two. You can't have the logo Mm -hmm. be the logo, and you want to let people wear his number. I just don't understand how it makes sense. He shouldn't be the logo. I get it. But if you're going to continue to be Elgin Baylor, probably, but yeah. If you're going to continue to let him be the logo, you got to retire his number so somebody else could try to be like him. Also, everyone has to be. I think the sorry. Go ahead. Give me your three. I was gonna say the logo just has. It should just be uh, Russell and Will jumping together. I think the logo like probably, that classic tip picture. That'd be dope. That's 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 
But those shoes made my ankles hurt. But yes, that's a good one. Yeah, but if it's just um, a silhouette, you won't it won't hurt your eyes. Oh, it'll it'll still hurt my knees. <laughs> we'll know. Like, Look at those goddamn knees. <laughs> we'll know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are trucks if I've ever seen them. That would be dope just going up with those long guys' arms. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I think the third one has to be Jordan if he didn't have a sneaker brand. That's what stopped. I think that I think they wanted to make it Jordan in 1994. I really and I have no clue about this. This is me speculating. I think they wanted to make the NBA logo Michael Jordan in 1994 when he retired the first time, but then they realized they can't do that because Nike owns it and they have to pay Nike every time that anything related to a jersey, a sneaker, a poster, a postcard was sold from the NBA. So they chose not to and they left it, they left it Jerry West. Because if you think about it, realistically speaking, in my fourth one, I know you didn't ask before, my fourth one has to be Kareem. How do you not have the sky hook as the NBA logo if he's the all-time yeah. winning scorer? That would be a good one. And it makes sense. It just makes sense. But I think that the fact that they made it Jerry West and Jerry West has been on record saying I shouldn't be the logo. I don't know why I'm the logo. So what are we doing about this? Jerry West is one in nine in NBA finals, if my memory serves me correctly. Yep, that's one right. One in nine. Only time he won is when he got the greatest greatest of all time, Will Chamberlain. All I'm saying. Yeah, wrong. One in nine. If Allen Iverson had Jerry West's teams, Iverson would have four championships. And nobody looks at Jerry West and Allen Iverson the same way. And I would pick Allen Iverson over Jerry West eight days out of the week. I'd take him nine, I think. I like that. I like that a lot. But like that's <clears throat> I also think in the NFL, though, if we I know you're the nice man is, but if we go to NFL, I think there are certain players whose jerseys shouldn't be worn by other players at their positions, not necessarily universally. I, 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 I yeah, I fully endorse what Dion said to his players. Like there's certain numbers you have to earn. Yeah, you can't just rock around with 21 as a cornerback. Like, what you doing? No. You, you, you can't just rock up with 56 as an outside linebacker. You can't just be 12 as a quarterback. Like, yeah, what, what did you do to get 12? You can get 13. You I don't know that you can 11, be 18 can either anymore. 18, 16. 12, 18, 16, I think, are the – maybe seven. Seven's a tough one, too. Seven you can't have. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I knew you were going to defend that hard. Come on now. Yeah. Seven, you, seven, you walk in, but can I get seven? Oh, you lost your scholarship. Congratulations, you! It's also teams. It, it is teams specific because they don't really. Re- I feel like they don't retire that many numbers anymore. I don't think it could be teams because only eight teams ever won. But if, I feel like the other thing with football is like there's so much at certain positions. It's like we could start getting into the weeds, and you're like you can't play safety at twenty. You can't wear twenty as a safety. Play. You can't be twenty-one or twenty-four as a corner. There, but but there are 32 teams in the NFL, yeah. and only eight teams have really won. So that's literally 25% of the league. 25% okay. of the league. That's true. That's, I feel like you should be able to dictate what happens in the rest of the league. Yeah. Y'all There's no one from the Panthers that I'm like, yeah, you can't wear that. Nobody from the Panthers. Nobody from, honestly speaking, even though they had a great run in the, the 80s, Bucks. nobody from Washington that I could be like, you can't wear this number. Like, yeah. yo, fuck out of here. Nobody from the Vikings, even though they won. There's even teams who've won. Well, I was uh, well. The Vikings were. I was going to throw an eighty-four. See, the reason why I can't throw an eighty-four for the Vikings is because you got to say eighty-four for multiple franchises. It can't just be for the Vikings. Well, well then, it, but then is it just eighty-one is his? I kind of like that. I like that a lot. Eighty-five is a tough one. Mm, I see. I, I think it's tough because of the name. Of yeah. you're going to look at that and see Ocho Cinco. <laughs> Which is not even 85, it's 85. It's not even 85, it's 85. That's correct. Well, you know, the McDonald's stuff makes it a little bit tough. You know, but um, let's see, what, what else is there? 
the running backs, I, the, 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 there's just such a cluster of them. Like I, you said, Vikings, but I'm thinking like, yeah, I don't think Adrian Peterson is in that class. Um, it's really just the skill position. I, I don't think a kicker should be allowed to wear four. Um, that one's taken. Um, it's a weird one. Like, yeah, but I definitely think it's certain positions more so than it is a universal retirement. I think that's important. I like a linebacker wearing 52, like you have to be, like, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts. I feel like when I think of it, like, obviously people think of Ray Lewis at 52. So, which is why I feel like you have to be a Patrick Willis like level player to be allowed to wear that. Um, and, and that's the beauty of it, I guess, is that it extends that legacy and makes it even tougher to earn that number. Um, but yeah, no, the biggest one I think that I'm learning is it can't be number four as a kicker, number 12 as a quarterback, number 16 as a quarterback. Anyone can wear seven, as we said. Um, but I, I think, yeah, 81, it's got to be their best. I mean, yeah, wide receiver wearing 80 is tough. Um, you got to be great, like the the strongly braided Troy Brown, as we talked about. Um, then, let's see, what are, what are the other numbers? I'm trying to think. 32, maybe. 32 is a tough one. You got, I think Jim Brown was 32, not to mention – uh, a man who is very much back. But what would you say? Number four, strongly uh, reserved for Adam Vinatieri for kickers. Is that the biggest one? Untouchable? Mm, I mean, there's only one kicker in the Hall of Fame, so I feel like his number probably should be first. However, as and no one knows Vinatieri, his name. I mean, a lot of people know his name, but more, more I would say if you want to go number four, you can't just have a kicker since Brett Favre wore it. I think if, if number four wasn't – like, Brett Favre was the best quarterback in the world to John Madden and everybody around John Madden for, like, a strong – He was he was like the Cy Young. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Which is hard because I never thought he was the best quarterback, but, like, I understand why he did. So, I feel like you can't just, like, give Vinatieri the four, even though Vinatieri is – No, but, I mean, it's – like like we said, it's still position-specific. However, but I, but I think this, see, this is me adding semantics to it. I think that it's spe- it's position specific until you realize whoever who else wore that number. Mm. I think that's where it has to be. Like if the best center in the world wore twenty three, it doesn't matter because Michael Jordan wore twenty three. It's fun to say to Marcus Camby. I would say Marcus Camby got dunked on by Allen Iverson and also was a part of the first NBA team in history who had the number one pick and a number two pick from the same draft. And so, is, do you think how how untouchable is uh, thirty two for football for running backs? Thirty two is like, uh, see, this is where it gets hard because I think a lot of people wore thirty two because of the Chicago Bears, but then if you think about thirty two overall, it becomes one of these things where like you got Seattle and then Buffalo. you got like you got. Yes, I wasn't even talking about him specifically. I was talking about Sean Alexander. But well, he's 37. He's 37, yeah. In my mind, I went 32, and I realized I was wrong. It, yes, it, it, but I, I think, like you said, though, it also matters what kind of player you are. If, if, yeah. you're, if you wear 36 and you're a smaller running back, 
Who was Mojo? 30? What? Who was Mojo? 30, 32? Uh, he might have been 32. Morris Jones drew. MJD, yeah, he was 32, I think. I think and you're the right. Jaguars have no numbers retired, including Fred Taylor's, right? 28, yeah. So but that's like, just saying, like, but if you're a big running back and you're wearing 36, you better be a motherfucking bus. You better be a motherfucking bus. You're right. You're right. But so place down number one as a wide receiver, you don't have to be skinny and fast like Deshaun. Well, but he was number 10 in my eyes. I mean, in my eyes too, but he switched it up later on. Yeah, that doesn't count. Anyway, <laughs> the moral of the story: OJ's back. Dude, if OJ is back, man, my mind is fucking blown. I think, OJ I think you got to look into it. Like Eddie Bravo, you got to look into it. He's back. Dude, how did OJ make it back? How did in our lifetime Michael Vick and OJ made it back at the same time? That's a hell of a backfield. No, it ain't. That's <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. I didn't say it was good. I'm just saying that would be a hell of a backfield. Dude, if the juice is loose, then we felt as a people. And, and I'm still kind of happy about it at the same time. I don't know what which means <laughs> which means we are truly failures as people that were like, yeah, fuck <laughs> <it>. we ride. <laughs> Dog, the juice is back being loose. God damn! I, I need him in a white Broncos jersey. I just want to see the internet explode. Dog, if OJ pops out in a white Broncos jersey, like an all white, a- numbers white and jersey white. With a white woman on his side, which he will have because he's OJ. I don't, I don't even know what to think, man. At that point, we got to cancel Black History Month. We got to do better as a people. We got to find a shorter month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Black History Month is now January fourteenth to February. 15th. No, 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 no. It's still February, but only on leap years. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Every four years, man, we got Black History Month. OJ, shout out to you, man. Orenthal, James Simpson. Yep. This nigga's name is Orenthal. That, that 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 all that makes me think of is the uh, Jimmy Kimmel mean tweets where they say how how the how the coolest blackest dude in the galaxy get a white bread name like Chadwick. Dude, I'm sick. If OJ is back, I'm sick. Well, I'm I hate to inform you, he, he's back. I'm as sick as be winning being the third MVP voted person this year, which I think he's going to be. If OJ is back and Embiid don't win MVP, I'm out of the country, man. I'm going to F1 in Italy. I'm going to Monaco. No taxes in Monaco. Allegedly. I feel like they're going to tax black people. I don't know why. So, like, you should just go to France? France don't fuck with me, even though my name is French. It's because you're not good at soccer. I'm great at soccer. Well, I, I mean, I mean, about. you're not like on the national team. Those are the hey. those are the black people that they love. <laughs> it's, it's because I sat out the last ten years. If I can't <laughs> look at the arrogance of an American, yeah, yeah, man. You know, I mean, if I actually played the last yeah. ten years, I'll yeah, the, the, the guy whose knees yeah. don't work. <laughs> Listen, man, my knees don't work. That's to give everybody else a chance. <laughs> if I had good knees, they like, this is unfair. I'd be Will Chamberlain out here if I had good knees. I'll take your word for it. Listen, Reese Chamberlain, man. Wilt Cotton. It works. I think, I think Reese Chamberlain plays better. Dude, OJ's back. That's OJ's back. The OJ can't be back, man. I'm a, I have two calls that happened during this podcast, and I'm going to call 
and one person is a white woman, one person is a black woman. I'm going to ask for. I'm not even going to say hi. Is OJ back? That's literally what it was. Is OJ back? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, now I'm definitely going to say we got to wrap because I need you to do that, and then immediately tell me what the responses are. I'll do it while you're on this video. Okay. All right. Well, in 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 conclusion, OJ's back, and we out uh, of maybe the country. Take an OJ stab at it. Go out there, people. Do your thing.